sitting here today with myself, Scott Tennyson, and Pamela Naidu. Uh, both of us are from Devemka, and we're going to be talking some key items around property, especially building on a vacant piece of land, um, and how you would go about that. So I think uh, to get straight into it, Pam, why is there an increase in people opting to purchase land and build? It's quite an easy answer, Skalk. Generally, you find people have very specific needs. So they have control over the bill budget. Budget's a big thing. And to some extent, the bill period, because finances become available at a later time. They have the ability to design their own home, customize it to their personal needs. They can build a modern home that is more tech friendly and energy efficient. They have a choice of position, size, and location of the land. So I think that, that about sums up, you know, reasons behind them opting for land. Yeah, so it provides quite a bit of flexibility. I think that's the key is if if you've got the resources and the energy to go into it, it, it really is a special process, but it can also be a hard process if you don't get it right. What are some of the key tips you'd give the purchaser when they go on the shoot? Well, ensure that your architect, your builder, and the professional team have a great track record. This is the, you know, the key elements of your building coming together. Stick to your budget, otherwise your expenses can multiply very quickly. Planning is essential. From the start of your plans to submission to council can be a very lengthy process, so definitely plan, plan, plan. No, perfect, Yeah, and maybe to add on to that, I think the key is, as, as Pam said, you need to have a very good professional team, so a very good architect, you need to have a very good builder, um, and you also need to understand the process. So I think a key step most people miss is to try and learn and understand what they need to do in order to build a house. So maybe to give you an example of that, a key thing before you start building a house is to make sure that your plans are completed. You don't want to make too many changes during a build. In, in saying that, the key is to have your structural drawings complete, have your architect's drawings complete, make sure they've done a geotech on the site, that there's no unexpected design creep during the build. Another key element there is obviously cost. Make sure you know the cost before you start the build. Um, so if you need to get a tender out to various builders or if you appoint a quantity surveyor or if the architect assists you in, in coming up with the cost stru structure, it's very key to ensure that you know what you're in for before you start the build. And then the next, the next key thing is, is selecting your builder. When you select your builder, make sure that your builder is capable. Make sure you go out to tender so that you can get a competitive price. And then the, the key thing with a builder is to sign a contract with a builder that is beneficial to both parties. Um, so a normal practice would be a builder just to draw up a contract, give it to the homeowner and assign it. We would highly recommend against that. Um, get one of your professional team members to draw up the contract, a fair contract that's filled in correctly. We very often see contracts not filled in correctly and it causes major problems throughout the build. Um, it should be an unemotional decision signing a contract. It should be a black and white, make sure everything's included um, so that at a later date you don't get caught out. Bam, what is the process when purchasing land and building? What paperwork's required, payments, well, what, what else do you need to consider? Well, the first thing you, you get is a land sales agreement that would be need, needs to be signed. Conveyancing attorney will obviously take care of the process. A 10% deposit of the purchase price would be paid into the attorney's trust account two weeks from signing the sale agreement. The balance of the purchase price would have to be secured depending on the uh, developer, 30 to 60 days from signing the sale agreement. If you going the bond route, South African banks generally lend between 50 and 70% of the purchase price. 
So the deficit would have to be funded by yourself. You've got to take that into consideration. Bank guarantees are also accepted. However, a 10% deposit of the purchase price will still need to be paid into the attorney's trust account. So it's a very uh, regulated process, but throughout the process, you'll have the uh, attorney's convincing team helping you understand and guiding you. Yeah, brilliant. And I think, I think the, the timing of that whole process is key for the buyer to understand um, or the person embarking on this journey. So it normally takes about two or three months for the architect to start drawing up his plans, get everything ready. Another three months to go through the regulation process, go through your design review committees, go through the council to get your plans approved. So now you're six months in. Um, it probably takes another two months to get a builder on site, get everything ready, uh, get all your NHBRC clearances, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then you actually can start your build. So, and, and for build normally between 10 months for a single story, maybe 10 to 12 months for a single story house, depending on how complex the house is. And for a double story, anything from 12 months to 16 months um, in terms of process and closing out. And then, you know, some of the tips that maybe we can give some some first time builders is make sure, like we said earlier, make sure your, your team know what they're doing. Take your time in getting it right first. Don't try and design the house while it is busy being built. The more you can do upfront, the better, especially with small things like kitchens. Um, everyone leaves the kitchen way too late during the build and then you, know, you have issues with plumbing points, you have the layouts don't work, the sizes don't work. So as soon as you have your first draft layout from your architect, go and meet with a kitchen company or a kitchen designer. We prefer meeting with a kitchen designer because then you can tender the drawings out to various kitchen or joinery contractors and make sure that you get the best price or bang for your buck. And also you, they, then they will assist you in making recommendations in order to make it the most efficient kitchen. There's a whole bunch of kitchen rules. So a kitchen specialist will always advise you on that, where to place the sink, where to place the dishwashers and the fridges. There's all kinds of magic triangles they talk about. Yeah, so I, th I think the key thing is make sure you design your house early, get it right the first time. The more more changes you make, the more difficult your build's gonna be and the more it's gonna cost you because you can have a lot of abortive work. Then also make sure that your builder executes the drawings as, as per the contract. Your professional team will guide you on this. That will greatly assist him as well when people are checking up on him all the time. So don't discard your professionals when they get to site and make sure the architects are around to help you with snagging and picking up errors and everything up front. And then the key is not to move into your house too quickly. And we often see this problem with homeowners where they're very eager to get into the house and um, there's still a whole bunch of snags that haven't been completed. So make sure once the build is ready to be moved in, get your snag list ready, do it once, do it properly, as many snags, everything that could bug you in future, and get it on the list, let the builder, give the builder a bit of time to resolve the issues, and then move into your house. The worst thing you want is a whole bunch of builders in your house the whole time as you are there. And we often find that they damage more than they actually repair, just due to the nature of the work that needs to be done. So I think that's, that's the key as to how to quickly go about, or a little brain dump as to how to go about building a house. Sam, anything else you want to add on? You know, it is it, it is quite a process. So I'm going to bang on about planning again, uh, doing research, getting as much advice as possible before you sign that sale agreement. Ensure you understand everything. And I mean, in our line of work, I think we've got a really supportive team where if I have a land purchaser at the table and there's a few things that he needs to understand, we quickly call on our professional team to come through and then to give them advice on that and that is like very key 
because you need to understand all the elements and you need to know what you're getting into in order to execute your build. So making that decision before you sign, getting all the information you need is, is vital. Make sure that your sales executive or the sales team helps you to understand that better before you sign on the dotted line. Yeah, maybe also to add on to that during the process, feel free to, if you are buying within an estate, to speak to the homeowners association, ask them for advice, um, ask them the common mistakes they see in the estate, which will also greatly assist because each estate manager manages this process on a daily basis so they fully understand what needs to happen and when and they can definitely give you very good advice as to how to proceed in the process. Okay, thank you very much, Pam. I think we're going to close on that note. Thank you very much for listening to this and we're going to proceed with more podcasts in the near future. We want to continue this series and if there's any questions or anything, please let us know and we will address it.